Doctor. I'm the leader of human resistance against Sontaran occupation. The name's Stuart. Kate Stuart. Here? Why is here? And also, I was... Yes! Dan! Kate Stewart! Kate Stewart! Jericho! And a Victorian-looking bloke? What's hardest? Welcome to Two Guys, A Girl, and a Podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. We're talking about the sixth episode of this season, The Vanquishers. Uh, Doctor Who uh, flux The Vanquishers. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Before we get into this episode, uh, any other Doctor Who news? I guess the bigger news, and they had the reveal that the date, the New Year's Day episode is... Eve of the Daleks? Yeah, Eve of the Daleks. Um, With Ashley B, who was apparently in last year's that I've completely forgotten about. Yeah, I guess the Daleks are now the the New Year's Day special regular. They've been in there in the last, what, two years, three years? Mm. Every New Year's I special has been a Daleks I have an issue about that, but... I'll wait until we start talking about the actual episode. Okay. Um, and then in terms of other Doctor Who news, I don't recall. Did we mention Bombo Snowman being the next? I think we mentioned that last week. Bombo Snowman is going to be the next uh, animated. That Russell's starting to film next year. Yeah. There's a lot of rumors about that. And you had said earlier the 100th anniversary of the BBC is going to be on October uh, 18th. October 18th, which might be when the this the final Jodie Whittaker episode will be. Well, what day of the week is that? Um, good question. Or it'll be around there. I don't know. Maybe it's it going to be around there. Be my guess. You think? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I would. Because the 18th is a Tuesday. So it'd probably be around this 15, 16, be my guess. Yeah, they usually air on Sundays, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I guess we'll see because, you know, I'm sure the BBC is going to be tooting their own horn all year. Probably. And then the other thing is we're thinking, you know, and maybe the the Russell T. Davis season, or or maybe there'll be a New Year's Day special with him. That's his. will be his. Won't be too far after the uh, the last. Chimno to hopefully get that taste out of our mouth type of thing. <laughs> so, um, um, what else have been, you know, have you guys been taking part, watching, watching or I reading or whatever? I caught up on the first three episodes of season four of Star Trek Discovery. It's actually not bad. Right, it's really? It's enjoyable. Yeah, I, I couldn't get through the third season. Third season wasn't that bad. Better than the first season. You just don't like things anymore, Ken. You're just too critical. <laughs> well, I won't get into the details, but Considering just found the movies you've been watching really preachy. <laughs> well, I mean, what I watch is what I watch. What I watch is it, they are what they are. They're they're right now getting into the horror Christmas spirit, <laughs> and I'm watching some fairly bad. Uh, movies, Silent Night, Deadly Night, one and two, the second one. This is an amazing movie. I think it's an hour and a half long. Forty minutes of it 
is flashback to the previous movie. They literally go through in 40 minutes of the film. So the film itself is only about 15 minutes long, but they have... It's, I'm watching it, and I'm like, I can't believe this, especially since I had just seen it. I was fast-forwarding it, but it has some really bad acting. Um, but they're fun, and they're coherent. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't mind having shows that are not, or movies that are not coherent sometimes, but, but anyways, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Spoilers for the Vanquishers. <laughs> I mean, not to say, I watched, earlier today I watched a movie called Santa Jaws, believe it or not, and it's bad. It doesn't make, it, it doesn't make any sense, it's ridiculous, it's silly, it's very low budget. Is but, it supposed to be bad, or is it, was somebody yeah, making it, a suit, like, well, was it's it like, like Sharknado? It's a little bit like Sharknado, very, very low budget, bad effects. You know, this this kid right, draws a picture of Santa Jaws, and it comes to life because he's using a magic pen, and then it starts to eat people. Um, but I could follow it, and I can understand it. And the 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 thing that if you know, I'm not saying it was good, but I'm just saying <laughs> that it was. It was a plot. Yeah, I I didn't have to. I didn't leave the movie going. Oh, you, you know so frustrating it wasn't it was just you know oh well i'm never going to see that movie again and it, it, it was you know i might give it like a two and a half to three stars out of five i mean i, I thought it was you know i, I enjoyed it was myself entertaining yeah but um but anyways it's like i compare everything now to doctor who but um you've been watching hawkeye right yes yeah, it's been good so far i've enjoyed hawkeye more than any other marvel show right now um Really? It, yeah, it really. I think you. It, the More than Loki. The yeah, chemistry I, between the two <laughs> works okay. really. Yeah, well. that, that's okay, good. It, it it's, go. it's a little more lighthearted. It's not as steeped in story. Well, there's quite a bit of story. Because um, I really love Loki. Yeah, I, I, it's, I um. It's been pretty good. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. Well, I might give it a go then. There's a few episodes out, right? Three, yeah, three so far. Okay. Only six. So yeah, that that's been um, fun. Uh, I'm still kind of liking Cowboy Bebop, the live action series. It, um, the last episode I watched was a lot better than the previous one or two. Um, yeah, so Lost in Space season three just dropped on Netflix. Uh, uh, I, I still haven't caught up with uh, season two. We have a, another episode or two to go with that. But I'm enjoying that quite a bit. I haven't watched. I only watched the first episode this first season. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the original. I never watched the original when it was on. I was aware of it. I saw. Is that Danger Will Robinson? Yeah. Oh, I never watched it either. I, I just know that line. Yeah. <laughs> I I and I wasn't a fan of it, but I, I'm aware of it, and it, it. From what I've seen of it, it's it's silly, and but I can understand people growing up with it and liking it, but. I, I enjoyed the movie for the most part when it came out back in the whatever 90s or whatever and I'm enjoying this series quite a bit. Speaking of memory, I have no memory of this episode that we just watched. I'm trying to. I'm trying out. to formulate words, but uh, a lot of jumping around. A lot of, yeah, a lot of jumping around. So I'm going to make a comment about the editing of The Vanquishers. First off, the people who decided to edit the, that show like that should be 
um, buried alive somewhere. Not a town on a rail. Um, the problem is when she appeared. And I'm going to name one scene, and this is sums up the editing. When she appeared to them, the group Yaz and Dan and Kate, she's talking, and then she goes Yaz, and then we cut a jump cut, Dan. And she jump cuts, and no one else is saying anything. It's just her in the middle saying, oh, God, Kate, you're here. Wow. Oh, oh, Dan. And it's a jump cut. Mm. And it's very jarring. They don't say anything, and it's very awkward because mm -hmm. it's almost like they're it's almost like that person that you're like, oh, I don't want him to show up at a party, and this guy shows up, and he's in the middle, and everyone's like not talking. It just was awkward. And then later on, she gets split into three people, and two of them are in the room together, and they're, they edit back and forth between the two of them. Mm -hmm. There's no discerning uh, way to discern the differences because they're both from the same timeline. You know. and, and yet they, they cut back and forth, and it's the same edit as it was earlier. So it's very distracting. It's like, were there different doctors? Do they do that on purpose? And it adds to that level of... Of that frank, fr frantic pacing that this episode had. And yeah, this episode did not pause for a breath at all. Even did we even have opening credits? Yeah. Yeah, there was. Yeah, opening there was opening I know they did last time, and they were showing last time, and then it just jumped. It just jumped in because I was just, like, I don't remember this being in the last episode. Yeah, I'm just like, I was about to like make comment or something to one of you two, and all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. Is this the actual episode and I should be quiet, or is this still the recap of last week? Yeah, no, they just jumped right in. It was, a, it was again, I was I was a little confused, because I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember this. There were a couple of slow moments, slower moments. Um, um, maybe they're in my notes, I'm not remembering. There was at one point two characters talking, and I thought it, it, was, it was really well done. Uh, the doctor... Couple of moments with the doctor talking to someone else. Maybe it was the Grand Serpent. I don't know, but there were a few things that I thought it slowed down enough that there was some talk back and forth. Um, but the rest of it was just all over the place. And there, there's so many characters. All the characters are back. They're in different areas. They go from area to area, and it's hard to keep track of one. A vendor and what's her name? I don't know these names. They're Bell. inside the Carol. Who? Bell. Bell. No, no, the one that no, the, no. The Dan's girlfriend who ends up Diane. dumping him at the Diane. end, saying, "See, I don't want anything Diane. to do with it because you were late." They're inside the traveler. Then they're outside the traveler. Then they're somewhere else. Then they're and it's like whoa! And everyone else is jumping around, mm. and all that's happening. And then you have all the bad guy, the Centaurans, the Grand, and, and, and there's too many locations, too many people, too many locations. They're all over the place, and it's I just frankly, you know, I could make it simple. It was hard to follow. Mm -hmm. Just like most of this season has been, almost every other episode has there been hard to follow. There were two stories, yep, that were really good, mm -hmm. that were, you know, bang, 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 yep, and the rest were like. Here we go this way, here we go this way, here we go that way, here we go. and you're trying to try to keep up yeah. with everything that's going on. And there's too many characters. Yeah, yeah. And I, and the that's the only thing that may make me rewatch these six episodes is to see if I can f follow it now. I didn't even remember that the Grand Serpent was the dude that exiled Vinder. Yeah. And then 
Mrs. Brown was the kid. Was was she? She was a little girl. Yeah. Who was in the village like in 1901 or something, or 1921? But she wasn't in tonight's episode. No. 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 But she Mr. Just... Brown, what, the the Mrs. Oh, no. Oh, who's the woman? She was the one that got zapped by the angel in the first episode. That got sent back to 1967 or whatever. But that was. Uh, that's not. Um, Dan's friend. No, she no. Got, Dan's friend only has she has a half an arm. But what happened to her? How did she, she got captured she, by the the, the she got the caught crystal. by the house? Remember, house. she got dragged, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pulled into okay. the house. Wow, but I mean that none of that you would uh, yeah whatever. And I don't understand. It was just weird how she played such a prominent role in this episode. When she was just sort of an incidental character before, I mean, fine, it's it's fine, but um, how did she know what to do? Yeah, yeah is she gonna go with Vinder and teach how to defend passengers, or is she just gonna go back to working in the museum? And why did she dump Dan? Yeah, what I, the I hell put that down. Why did they? Why did that happen? I mean, they weren't dating; they were friends. Yeah. But but does she blame him because she got captured by the, the you know whoever the bad guys' names were? The crystal people. The, yeah, Azure and Swarm or Storm or whatever the heck his name no, is. No, what failed Flux is that it was released one a week. Where if they actually dumped this like on a Netflix and you can watch all six episodes at once. That's what I'm saying, yeah. This would have been a lot better and we probably would have enjoyed it more. Well, they could have edited it better. Well, they had that too, but I mean, if you like, we watched the first one, we're like, oh, wow, that's, you know... I gotta go watch the second one because you know they have all these questions and I want to know now. And then you go watch the second one, you're not as confused of okay, we've been through a whole week of work and whatever and all that. And now you're gonna try to remember what you saw the following week. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're now we're in episode six. We're trying to remember the Grand Serpent was in episode whatever. We can't remember. You know, if you, this is a type of thing that should have been dumped at once. Like yeah. what they do with Stranger or let, Things. Or if they're gonna do it one at a time. Fewer plot lines. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So so I have a theory about Chibnall. When he released season one, um, I thought season one, and we're, we're jumping the gun here a little bit. You mean her first season, like with Rosa and all them, that season? Yeah, Chibnall's first season with uh, Jodie Whittaker. It was, I think, we, if I remember correctly, it was slower, mm-hmm. simpler, but maybe boring. Um, and the villains weren't that good. No, he had Tooth Guy. <laughs> yeah. They were a little laughable. By the second season, and especially this season, they are much more like Moffat episodes. And I think Chimnall was trying to out Moffat Moffat, and I think he did. But he made it almost, I, I think, in Moffat's case. You were sitting there going, oh, what's going on? There's so much stuff going on. And, oh, wow, Moffat's really clever, but not really, because when he does it on his own, he just kind of sucks. He doesn't have this many characters when Moffat was doing stuff like that. You kind of, he, he kind of like, he, oh, okay. By the end of the episode, you're like, oh, okay, I, I get it, because there's well, a resolution. Well, the same characters recurring throughout all the seasons. You know, they were in a few episodes, a few episodes, and then, you know, when he did the whole Amy, Rory, have a baby thing, that turns out to be River. Uh, you already knew who River was. Then you, yeah. then it all co- kind of comes together a little more coherently than this did. But some of those characters, like uh, Wint, um, uh, who was the, the the one with the Daleks in World War 
Winston uh, Churchill? Vin, when, when Vin, say it again. Winston Churchill? Winston Churchill. He appears again in several episodes, but only for a second. He's yeah. like on the phone or whatever. Yeah. And same thing with the, the woman from the, the, the spaceship. Oh, the queen? Queen there. Okay. But in this, they're, they're major characters, and at the end, they have major things to do. Right. Like, oh, that guy with the tunnel, you're really important. Okay, why? Why is he important? Why is You have to get him back, and then everyone else is still there, and, they, and then everyone has these built-in superpowers. Well, that's that the problem with having a, a real person in the story, you know? the guy That guy who built those had, tunnels was a real person, yeah. so... And, uh, and this episode totally convinced me that there was no reason to have Belle in there, or even Vinder. The Vinder and Belle love story. Unless they're still going to turn out. Unless, to be unless there's something in one the of the three specials. Parents. Unless yeah. there's something in the three specials, I'm like, why? Yeah, they didn't. They there weren't. was no reason to have them in these three six episodes. I think that the, my theory is that they're, they're going to turn out to be yeah, the Doctor's parents. That's what we, I've been saying, before, but. Okay, he didn't reveal in this one, so we got Eve the Daleks and two other ones we don't know about. Mm -hmm. Well, so I thought the relationship thing was really neat. If it was in another season, the Bell and Vendor. Yeah, yeah less I thought characters. it was a good storyline. But you're right; it, it you didn't need it in this. Right, no. it and was, I liked the two actors. I thought they were both good, and and believable. you know, if Russell T. Davis was doing this, you know, Dog Boy, Vendor, and Bell would have their own show spinoff. Yeah. Because Russell's like, oh, these characters are great. I love running from. And they would be having sex together, but anyways. Yeah, they would have like threesomes um, or something. Who knows? <laughs> well, yeah. well, I saw the first episode. Torch was started. Like the first scene, the woman you know, go grabs some guy and they go in the restroom and she starts having sex with him. That's how Torchwood. The first scenes of Torchwood. That's how it started. I was just like, oh, okay. And one of the characters in Torchwood uses a uh, rape drug to to lure women and. Anyways, um, wasn't Chibnall part of Torchwood? Yeah, he was. He was like, no. the, yeah, he wrote season two. Oh, that's right. That's right, he did. Okay, so you think you'd have learned from Russell how to tie everything? Uh, so, so you know, let me ask you a question. The Centaurans have this master plan to bring the Daleks and Cybermen together to help, but in reality, they're setting them up to stop the Flux. Uh huh. Okay. Why? Uh, so not the Rutons, though. Not the Rutons. But why didn't he, they do the Rutons? Because they, they could have gotten rid of their enemy. They could have gotten rid of their sworn yeah. enemy. They could have gotten rid of all of them. Except for the Rutons. Well, they figured the Rutons would be killed in the Flux anyway. So, But but the way they were saying it, hey, we're well, making I a deal. Well, I think they this. were saying that to make the Cybermen and the Daleks believe that they were serious about a trying to collaboration. Save, yeah, to save them like on the other side of the uh, spaceship shield. There. Yeah. So this is my beef. Okay. The Daleks all just got sucked into the flux. How come they're going to be in the next episode? Because it wasn't all the Daleks. Well, it had to be. Well, it had to be. They had them all there to be survived. How? And it, uh, we've had maybe seven episodes of the Daleks in the past where all Daleks have gotten killed in that episode. And they haven't. They always come back. Evil so there's the always some rogue Dalek out there somewhere that they can rebuild from? I guess. And the master Dalek, the, the what's his face? The Emperor in, Dalek? In, yeah, Emperor, what's his name? Oh, Davros, you mean. Davros. Yeah, isn't he, is he still around? We haven't seen him in a long time. I, I don't remember. I think Matt Smith was the last time we saw Davros. What's no, that? no, he's Capaldi. Capaldi. Hmm. Yeah, he'll pop up eventually. 
And then they, and then they mention the master at the end towards the yeah, end. Yeah, the master is obviously kind of one of these next two specials. Probably the last one. Yeah, the master is coming back. And I she has a pocket watch thing now. Well, she puts it in the TARDIS and says, "Hide it where I can never find it." And then she goes, "Unless, unless I, really I ask it. for it." Unless I really <laughs> well, you know it's going to come back then. Yeah. The last, her last episode. All this is going to come to a head. Obviously. I think a lot of fans want the pocket watch to go away forever and never deal with you that know, again. It was a good device in that two-parter that Tenet did. Human nature. Yeah. And then also for the master in Utopia. Yep. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. Yep. Then other than that, it's starting like... It took on too much significance. Um, well, has it appeared since? Yeah, Jim knows used it twice. Well, kind of, sort of. Well, one of them, she presses a button and it was like... I mean, that's how we got the Joe Martin doctor there. Mm-hmm. I did like the that crazy house thing. Yeah, the visual. The visual of that, and w- the way he made it go away and then come back, and then, you know, I thought that was a cool effect and a cool way to show what him doing that to the house was doing to the doctor. I just thought it was a cool visual, and I liked that, you know, they were all in black and white, but he was color. Mm-hmm. And did he get more colorful as this series went on? It seemed like he got more purpley magenta, and she got more blue as the, the episodes I, I don't went know. on. I didn't really notice. Yeah, I didn't notice that, but maybe. Um, does that, can anyone explain to me the Centauran in the store? He's mm-hmm. addicted to sugar. Yeah, but... <laughs> he's there and he's he's just like eating candy. Is it a comedy relief episode you know, scene? And the doctor says, "I'll trade you vital information if I give you unlimited chocolate." But if they're but they already conquered it, Earth, yeah, so they, they, so they can unlimited. get all the chocolate that they want, like you were saying. Yeah. What? That's yeah, that's stu- well, obviously sense. it's a dumb Centauran. Obviously, it's a dumb scene. Yeah. Unless they only want, you know, like European chocolate, because that's more well, they were rich, richer than they were American chocolate, which American chocolate's a little more bitter. American chocolate sucks. Um, that's what we have. No, it no. still does the job. You can still buy European chocolate. Here. Yeah, you just gotta find it. Once, once it's good. Yeah. Um, no. no, they want. They offered him the store so that they could get. Jericho and the other woman with this cute little 60s hairdo. The psychic woman. The psychic woman. I cannot remember her name. Um, Into the Centauran thing, which seems... I mean, yeah, it was sort of a a comic relief. It's kind of dumb. It failed, though. I didn't find it funny. No, I didn't find it funny either. I I did find it funny when she said, here, you get the Paul Hollywood handshake. That was funny. Yeah, give me that one. I don't know what that means. It's from Brit- the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. If Paul Hollywood likes your your thing Cake that you've or baked whatever, or whatever, you get a handshake, and that's he very rarely gives them out. Um, and then we find out that the do- the dog guy there must have had um, a relationship with the doctor from way in the past, and from when she was in Division. When, when she was in Division, when the doctor does. Yeah, the, the error where she doesn't know her memories of. Is it? It's. He, but he didn't say anything, and he can't say anything because, uh, you know, there's a thing conveniently his, there's something there's in, something in his head. He's like Spike from Buffy. Mm-hmm. There's a thing in his head. Um. He's not K9, right? No, 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 no. no. K9 has his own origin story. K9's a robot dog. I know, 
But, you know, <laughs> these things can happen. I'm sure, like I said, we got two more specials. I'm sure it's going to be... He, he can't just, like, leave it. I'm sure he's going to have to... Do you think he's going to be back? Do you think any of those people are going to be back? Does Chibnall really care? I mean, he... I don't know. So, Russell T. Davis is looking better and better, too, each day, isn't he? Well, he's looking... He's been looking better and better to me. The biggest... Uh, since it was announced. ...person who complained the most about him. Can't wait for him to come back now, because... Well, I mean, the, the show gives me no choice. I mean, it does this, and it's like, okay, well, if you're going to give me Chibnall or Russell T. Davis, it has to be Russell T. Davis. And I'm sure it'll be better. If it's not, then I can kind of play that, oh, you know, I guess we're never going to get, you know, someone that knows how to do this show. But No, because Terrence Dix is, has passed away along with Robert Holmes and Barry Letts. And but the, um, the ladies, somebody out there. The Raven John Ethan Turner, he's gone now too. Yeah, I wouldn't get anyone from the past. <laughs> well, they're all gone. All the yeah, majority yeah I know, but... Um, there's a scene where Vinder and the one, one of the women there, they're inside the the, um, the transport guy there. The passenger. Passenger, and he goes, how are we going to get out of here? And she says, jump in the river. He goes, this jumps. He doesn't even, you know, he doesn't hesitate. He jumps into the river, and of course, they No help. questions asked. He just yeah. It's just jumps jumps very bad river. editing. It's just like you go to me, we go down to the Western River, just jump right in there, or down to the Connecticut. Just jump right in there and be like, what the hell's up with that? Why do you want me to do that? I don't know who the Grand Serpent is. I haven't figured that out yet. He's in it again, and he... Not now when Vinder says, I'm going to exile you, yeah, he was the guy, remember, he was in charge, yeah. and Vinder opened up his mouth and stood up for himself and ended up in Space Station Rose there. Yeah. Yeah. But who was he? What, what was his... Per uh, uh, it's Doc Cotton from Line of Duty. That's who he is. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> Uh, the doctor sees herself and says, oh, you're cute. I have a crush on you and stuff like that. That was awkward. She was saying that to herself and not to Yaz, right? Yes. Okay. No, she was saying that to Yaz at the end when she started crying or had the tear. No, no, when she sees herself the first time she, she was sees herself. She was saying, you're cute and you're, you have a, I have a crush on her, meaning, meaning herself. Yeah, that was um, kind of... Odd. It did that with... with it was, she was acting too much like David Tennant in this episode. Well, it, yeah... And that's always been my complaint about her doctor. She's too much, like... I wish she would put her own spin more on it and then instead of being like her friend, David Tennant. She does seem to be channeling his doctor. Because they are uh, it's pretty well... I mean, they are pretty good, yeah, they're they good, are friends. Pretty good friends. And it just yeah. seems like, I'll just watch David's episodes and I'll just copy him. <laughs> and it was very evident in this one. That I was just like... It was, yeah. I was like, well, I'm watching a David Tennant. And... You know, in some aspects, I can understand that, because when Capaldi came on, people were pissed because he wasn't like Matt Smith. And well, he's not supposed to be. I mean. Right, exactly. But I think people just want continuity. Like, they want the Doctor to be the same all the time. No. And he never has been, never. through each re regeneration. It's Even in the classic been. series, he's never been the same. Always been a different spin. The yeah. actor's always put it... But it seems like she's... Especially this one, she's seen a little bit too much like David Tennant. Well, I don't think she's ever. I, I, she's, she's never clearly one. identified her uh, her identity, or never have clear. She's never clearly inhabited the character. I don't think. Yeah. She never really put her own spin on. She always like too much David Tennant channeling. The first episode where she was tinkering a lot and kind of was a little bit like Matt Smith, but I thought that was the closest to her Doctor since that we've seen. 
and then they strayed away from that a little bit. I thought, yeah, but I thought she was she was building her own stuff. That was kind of like Pertwee-ish. Yeah. And you're always going to compare them to previous doctors. It, it, you know, yeah, you can't not, help you know, it. Because there's so, been so many. And, but, yeah. Except maybe, well, I guess even Colin Baker's was, was similar to Hartnell's a little bit. Um, at the end of the episode, they have the uh, you know I you're gonna, you're gonna take you're gonna kill me now no because there's you still have three episodes left or whatever ha 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 I'll be <laughs> you know I'll be back or whatever the master will come and get you yeah and so we have that hint that that's toward the end and mm -hmm. most probably the ratings will go up because fans want to see that scene where they like oh yeah great we're finally getting the end here. Well, speaking of ratings, they went up a little bit last week. I heard about that. Mm. Not um, much, but he just went up a little bit. Mm. Must not have been any soccer matches on or something. Maybe. Or the dance show was on, like, really right after, instead of, like, an hour later. <laughs> so I don't know if it was word of mouth that brought that up. I mean, that previous episode was good. The the one with the... Um, the Angels, yeah. The Angels. Which I thought was the best one of but, the six. Mm. I don't know. I just think, and I've been harping on it, this should have just been released like like what Netflix does. Here's all of the new season of Lost in Space. Go, go get them. Watch it at your leisure. Mm. Or like, you know, Stranger Things come out. Here's all thir 10 or 13 episodes. Go binge it. Well, I mean, it just it, seemed like it was perfect for... This would have been a perfect binge. Perfect binge. Yeah. It, it was six episodes. Mm -hmm. You could knock it off in a weekend. Oh, I'll watch three episodes today. I'll watch the other three tomorrow. Bang, you're done. But I mean, and this is where it comes by. We had a little conversation about this before. How do ratings work with that? If you put it up on all at once, you're not going to get accurate ratings. You're not going to get how many people watched it last well, they night. Obviously, no, because they can tell. They like, can tell because Disney just canceled that Turner and Hooch because nobody watched it. So they know who's watching what. Yeah, they know who's watching stuff on their platform. And Netflix cancels series all the time, so they 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 must know. Does the BBC have a comparable thing to put it up on? I don't know. They have iPlayer. Okay, well. You can stream stuff on iPlayer. But I mean, do they have how would they like make they do? It, how would they stream it over around the world? Not everybody gets they iPlayer. They wouldn't be able to. They'd have to stream it on something like Netflix or I know Redbox or something like that. They put it on AMC Plus. And I don't, and I know the... Isn't it on Amazon Prime? No, I don't know. It's on HBO Max. It's on HBO Max, but I don't know. Oh. I actually haven't been on HBO Max to watch Doctor Who, because they have Eccleston to now, but I don't know when they put this, her new episodes on. I actually hadn't looked. So it took a while for them to put that last New Year's Day special Sometimes on. it takes a while for stuff to get onto streaming. But BBC iPlayer... Yeah. Um, which you can watch if you have a VPN. That's how I watch it. Someone told me that AMC, yeah, VPN, AMC Plus puts it up. You can actually watch it, like, I think after the BBC America airs. Oh. But you can also get the AMC Plus. You know how you have the Amazon Prime on Prime? Oh, with your Prime subscription, you can get these things at a lower price or... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think Acorn is through there. Yeah. And AMC Plus is one of them. And I get shuttered through that. Yeah, yeah I have Acorn through Amazon Prime. Is it cheaper through there? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I'm going to need to get Acorn because they have the... BritBox only has uh, seasons 1 through 6, 
seven and eight are missing, and then they have nine to the end of the pole row. And I'm a like, really? yeah. Oh, so there's like two episodes, two seasons missing. I'm like, no, I'm on season three now. I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, actually, they did that with Vera too. There's a couple of seasons of Vera that are like one through four is on BritBox, but then you have to go to maybe it's Acorn. I, I think it's Acorn. I think Acorn's still. For and then they have five and six, and then you have to go back to BritBox yeah. for the rest of it. I'm like, this doesn't make That's any sense. That's annoying. They must have these contracts, like Netflix does it too, where they have the CW shows, but they first are available on the CW plot app or whatever, and then at a certain point they go to Netflix, and then maybe at some point they go somewhere else. Well, I think what happened was BritBox originally, I think, was pretty... No, I don't know. BritBox has always been owned by BBC and ITV. Yeah. So anything that's on those two channels is on there instantly because should be on there. Well, it's not instantly. Well, I know you talk about Shetland weeks. all the time. Yeah, Shetland is on there within a few weeks after it airs. Vera was usually the next day. It depends on the show. Yeah, because I, I would go and I would, I'm going to watch Aporo, and I said, oh, there's Shetland. It says it says new, and they actually have like EastEnders and. Uh, yeah, Hollyoaks, and they have all that the soaps. Something Farm. What's uh, Emmerdale? Yeah, Emmerdale. Those are the soaps. Yeah, no, those are on like Bang the same day. Yeah. They so, could actually do that if they wanted to. They could do that for Doctor Who. Like, okay, it aired. I mean, and there then, must boom, be. I think that Doctor Who was streaming on some platform. I, 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 I don't remember if it was um, Netflix or Amazon, but. I think it was streaming before BritBox came into existence. Yeah. And then BritBox came in and... Prime, Amazon. I'm pretty sure it was on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it could, Yeah, I don't remember, but... Because when we were going back and watching episodes that weren't that long ago, long ago we, I was able to do it on Amazon Prime. Now it's lazy on, about I think now you got to pay for it. Now it's on HBO Max. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, I have access to that, too, so that'll be fine. Yeah. But, I mean, I think this season would have been ideal. You're right about this, the, the binging. But if, if we're going back to... Individual episodes, not so much. Not so much. Yeah, yeah. I would. I don't mind if it's individual episodes. Yeah. I don't even mind if it's a two-parter or even a three-parter that I have to wait a week yeah. for. But six parts is a lot. That was always. That's always been my issue with Unless watching. Unless this was a test season to do something like, hey, let's do six episodes. But that's always been my issue with the old episodes. It's like, no, I need to watch them all together. I can't wait. Like, I can't watch one and then watch one the next day and watch one the next day. Because they're just... This would have been perfect. First of all, they're too boring most of the time. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, the difference between classic and this epi this one, for example, or even as far back as um, Trial of Time Lord or the Nikita the Time, they were individual... In, in the case of Nikita Time and Trial of Time Lord, they were individual episodes that had a link to other episodes. This didn't. This was just they. They almost did. The Centauran and the Angel one were kind of separated, but the others were just like. But you kind of needed to watch the whole thing to figure out which characters were doing, like where did this guy come from and where did that guy come from and who's this guy Dan and why is he? Yeah, I, do, I did like that he went with her though. I hope that. I kind of like Dan. I think I, I like Dan. I don't know. I, I don't think he's had enough screen time yet. He's okay. I mean, he's not like the worst companion ever. I, I thought both Dan and Yaz were almost wasted in this. I thought Dan was 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 okay. I think I think he acted well. I liked the character, but they just didn't. I there mean, was, there wasn't enough for him to do. I, I don't mean, think there was enough. No, for no. He he threw the body over the ship. 
that the, the one that died when because you know and yeah it's, it's like she goes all gangster says just throw it over the ship <laughs> I do I you know I think if it was just him and, and, and maybe him and Yaz because there is kind of a funny little and that's always been a complaint repartee from Russell to now of the, the modern era of Doctor Who is just too many companions yeah when you have seven parts in classic series serial, you can have many because you can. And I always thought that was a problem, especially in the Davison era. Era, and they had like he had three companions, and someone would always like be locked up or knocked out, and and it just didn't make sense to have that make companions because then the writer's like, well, what do I do with this person or what do I do with this person? And then you start adding in you know single episode characters, and you're like. Who are these people? Well, I mean, and, and they did a lot. I mean, Jericho did a lot. I mean, each one of them had a, a part to play. What did Yaz do in the final episode? Yaz and Dan didn't do much of anything. It was, no, they it didn't. was all the other characters had their moment. Yeah. Most of there them. Were too many characters. I liked Jericho. It was kind of sad when he. Got yeah, but taken you knew that was coming. Flux. I had a I feeling that was going to happen. I know, but I liked him. Thought he was good. He was. He was a very good character. Now, I wouldn't mind if he was a companion, and it was just him and the Doctor would have worked. It'd be interesting to see if an, an older companion with a younger Doctor, you know? Mm. Especially somebody like him, who was from the 1967, <laughs> or 63, or whatever it was he was from. Even though he maybe has seen some stuff, he hasn't seen it all. Yeah, I, I mean... That would have been... Yeah, I mean they did it in the um, the Big Finish where they, they oh yeah they do that all the time with Big Finish and it actually works really well. Big Finish does a lot of good stuff, but I mean, there's so much of it you have to pick and choose what you want to listen to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I mean when we look at the f the full series, um, I'm torn. I don't know if I want to watch the whole thing again. Yeah, I don't. Know I think I, I will eventually, but not right away. I, I, you know, maybe. If we get through the next two episode specials and we have a trailer for her last episode and it's coming harking back to this, I might just watch this again. So when I watch her last episode, I'm not going, well, who the hell is this? And what the hell is that? And, mm. and trying I to mean, scratch my head. Part of me is looking ahead already. Part of me is like, you know, you know, if I get knocked out and I'm in a coma for the next year or so, then 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 when I wake up, Russell T. Davis will be on, and I can just say, oh yeah, whatever. But um, I, I, I I didn't think this. I even on the last episode, this episode six, whatever it's called. I was expecting a big shit show, mm -hmm. and I was expecting us to like totally go. What he's got? Thank God he's leaving. He can't leave soon enough. It actually wasn't. As bad as that timeless child crap that we got last the last time it was on, I was just like, oh, there's nothing that's gonna make the fans go apeshit and go berserk. I was like, it, yeah, it's confusing, but but it just sort of fizzled. Yeah, kind of. He kind of wrapped it up, and it was kind of like anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. You kill it. You have like all these six episodes, and it's building up and building up, and then like a wet firecracker just goes. Boop. I think if they had done a regular season of 13 episodes and done individual episodes with the flux being sort of part of it. Like a linking factor? A linking factor. And, and then bring these characters in and, and, and 
may, maybe that would have fleshed things out a little bit and slowed it down and made it less confusing because, and again, you know, you wouldn't have an episode where 15 characters are running around in one episode. You would have Vinder and Bell in one episode. Right. Yeah. And the idea of them would be centered on something to do with the flux. And then maybe they appear again in another episode. Maybe they're separate. They're separate in this episode, but they're, or or maybe one of them is one episode and one of them is in another episode, and then we see them get together again at the end or something, and then the tunnel guy is in one episode, and it, it brings some of the story in, and you go, oh okay, and then when at the end last episode, oh that makes sense now, mm-hmm. and so you have individual episodes. The Satarns were really good in that one episode, and then this one they were just kind of. You know. Right, but they stuck with that storyline for that one, and yeah, it just, I don't know. Especially when you said when we were watching it, he goes, there's only 20 minutes left in this, are they going <laughs> to, like, start wrapping it up? Yeah. It was convenient at the end, they, they you know, a couple things happened, and the two main bad guys just vanish, and it's like, okay, well, that one didn't take much, and... It was very well, Those doors, like, oh, how are we going to get rid of the grant? Just open a door, and he comes in, you know, okay, well, that was easy, and... It's like they couldn't. They are couldn't they, come up with a. Good are one. the doors like done now? I don't know. They never really are the do- doors done. Are they sealed up and done forever? Maybe he seals them up. We don't know. They did leave some threads hanging, but not anything. I think that's like important to the whole overall story. I mean, I think overall, I think it concluded okay. I can make pretty good sense out of the story and all those things that they set up in the first few episodes or episode or two came to an okay conclusion okay you know that the dog the dog people all die but now that you know it kind of is okay it's not oh wow that was really good and it all makes it was just kind of like okay uh, I can move on from this they don't have to address any of the stuff that they've you know, it doesn't have to keep going. It it's, has a, a moderately satisfying end, ending, I think. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been a lot. lot. Been a lot worse. I mean, compared, to, again, this is a full season. Compared to the previous two Chibnall seasons, where does this stand for you? It's better than the others. Yeah, there's actually two stories that were enjoyable that made me want to watch the next week. Where yeah. the last two seasons, I could could have cared less. Yeah. I mean, I I can't remember. I mean, I think initially I thought we both, we all three of us liked the Rosa episode. Yeah. But there's, you know, liking one episode doesn't mean that make the whole season great. No. You but know? I'm just, you know, we have out of six episodes, I think we all both we all agreed. That for those both both of those episodes that we we liked those two episodes, mm-hmm. and then but the rest were kind of <laughs> lower on the list. Yeah, I mean, and I, my, one of my biggest complaints about Doctor Who since two thousand and five has been, and again at the time I was complaining because how come only half the episodes are good, and then in Moffat it was like how come only one or two a season or two or three are good, and now in Chibnall it's like how come one is okay and the rest aren't that good um you know it's like the 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 the, the uh, goalpost keeps dropping down and it's like 
But this one, may, maybe for a six episodes, two two of them were, were good, and that maybe that makes it better. And I don't know. Mm. I mean, if it did, if it didn't muff it out and get all confusing, I think <laughs> the story itself. I think a lot of the people sense. who decided to wait and watch it when it all all in one sitting will end up liking it better than the people who watched it week to week. Well, my my brother, who is a, a big, pretty big critic of the show, he's always had issues with it, similar to me. No way. A lot of times we're <laughs> on the same wavelength. He has not yet watched it because he doesn't have access to BBC America anymore. And so he'll either wait for it to come on HBO Max or I think he wanted me to, to give him copies and I didn't really feel like doing that too much. And he wasn't he's not into the show as much anymore, so he's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, half the people that we... we but we belong to a Doctor Who fan club, and half the people are like, what? That show's still on me. They don't even care. Yeah, yeah. I, talked to, I talked to Jonathan the other day, and oh, yeah. uh, he said that he hasn't watched it in a couple of years <laughs> at all. And why is that? He didn't really say. He was just like, yeah, just doesn't... Not into it. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, I, I had one friend on Facebook said, because Jodie Whittaker, female doctor, I'm not going to watch it. And I know there was a number of people who did that. I know there's a number of people who have w tried to watch the Chimla era and have not liked it and sort of reject it, it. For me, it's been a downward trend. I'm still watching it, though. Right. I'm, I'm, if, if, we me, weren't, if we weren't doing this podcast, I would probably be waiting a few days to watch the episode. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because I don't have many people on my social media who are rabid fans or talking about it. You know, so where it used it. to be the I people who are rabid, who were rabid fans aren't watching it anymore, so they're not posting about it. Same like, my oldest yeah. kid is not, he's like, I haven't watched that show in years. Like, yeah, there's no one on my Facebook thing that's... Like, your son doesn't watch it anymore, does he? No. Yeah, my my, one of my two kids who's still at home doesn't... As soon as um, Matt Smith was done, he stopped watching. Yeah, he stopped watching when Capaldi left. Well, I mean, and some of that might be they're growing up and they're getting to their other interests and stuff. Yeah, sure. But, but also, I think there's just, like, when the first season of, of the 2005 Doctor Who came out, I, I remember though they showed pictures of, of the sets yeah. and, and people would go, I think I see an ice warrior in the background and stuff. I, I remember being so involved. I remember all the episodes. I remember who wrote them. I remember who directed them. I was a fan. I was so much into it. And over the years, I'm getting to the point right now where I can't, we can't name, all three of us can't name half the, most of the characters in this episode. Right. Jericho, there was a woman, another woman with a, was her Mrs. I don't, you know, the main bad guys, Swarm and Azure. Azure, you know, because we're not as invested in it. Right, right. And is that because they're not bringing us in? They're not as exciting. I think or, that's it. I think, I think not... it's that, and there and there's too many people to try to remember. Yeah, there's too many characters to remember all their names. But I had trouble. I've had trouble for a while remembering characters' names. Well, that's well, we are getting older. Well, there's that. <laughs> well, no, but even episodes that weren't confusing, like this one, I wasn't as invested. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I get it. I would, I, you know, I would be on the edge of my seat watching a Doctor Who episode, and recently I've been kind of like, 
and I'm waiting for it to be good. Mm. I'm waiting for a blink or a... Um, well, I mean, those only happen every once in a while. Even even in the older New Who stuff, that those didn't happen consistently through the, an entire season. But the third and fourth seasons, in my opinion, the second one I thought was really good, too, had more episodes that were good. I mean, you've got, you got human nature, that storyline, most of the Martha Jones and, and the Donna Noble episodes were were either really good or, or good. And, and, and you and, remember them. But, and I remember them, but it was the endings that failed me. Yeah. When, when you know, masters are all there, all hundred masters, and they're all like, ooh, hoo, hoo, that those just failed me. Why, why can't you, and my, my thing is, why can't you do, um, what's a good Donna Noble episode that was in the middle of the season? Um, you know, the Centauran one or the Ood one where they're on the Ood planet. Mm -hmm. Do something Dr. like that. Donna, yeah. Do uh, something like that all season. Don't because, you know what I think part of the problem is? It's different writers doing the show almost every week. Yeah. And when you're watching a show like like a, a serial show like that, like ER or The West Wing or, or Grey's Anatomy, I don't watch Grey's Anatomy, but, you know, it's the same writers basically all the time writing every episode. And so I feel like if you've got the same writer writing the Doctor and the Companions all the time, well, yes, this is the exception that proves the rule. Um, <laughs> you you might get more consistency with the people who are the core of the show. Yeah, but I mean, like because like, I mean, if you watch The West Wing, it went off the rails when what's his face left. The oh, what's his name? The dude who created The West Wing. Anyway, Aaron Sorkin. Um, it just went off the rails. And it, then it got canceled. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know about ER, because that show was on forever, and I did stop watching it after, like, 27 seasons. But, no, I get what you... I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what then. I don't know what the answer is. I just feel like something is off with the writing. And then we have... I felt like that since Capaldi was the doctor. Yeah. The woman who fell to Earth. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what that was about. It was, it was her first it episode. It was her first one, but I don't remember. It, oh, was that like the tooth guy? a bus guy? or a train? or was that the tooth, tooth guy? The tooth guy, yeah. The ghost monument. Rosa. Arachnoids. Arachnoids. Arachnids in UK. The Tusang. The Tarangi. The... You know, the conundrum. The, the, I can't pronounce it. Is that the, is that the one that took place in India? Yeah. Okay. I think it's spelled one. Oh, no, no, the Demons of Punjab was that one. The oh. other one was, oh, that's the one with the, the, the guy's pregnant. And, the, and it, was it that little creature? Oh. Remember mm. that episode? They're on, a, they're on a space station, and there's that creature going around. and Who looked like a porg or pog or whatever something they like called that. from Star Wars? They just, like, threw him out of space. Like, I don't know, I don't remember. Kablam! You know, Witchfinders. I don't even remember Kablam. It takes you... I don't remember that one. A little bit. That was that couple, the, the father and the daughter, and they're on a... And it's like, don't go out there because it takes you or something. Remember that? No. Nope. <laughs> and the Battle of Rascor Av Kolos. <laughs> it's like, you know... <laughs> we'll have to go back and watch those episodes because we don't remember. We reviewed them. Well, we that, that's the other thing, to be fair. I have watched... 
the first three Doctors episodes multiple, multiple times. Yeah. Of New Who. Mm -hmm. Not so much with Capaldi, but I have watched each of Capaldi's at least twice. Yeah. And But I've watched Eccleston, Tennant, and Matt Smith many times. Because they're enjoyable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, I mean, that's obviously why I haven't rewatched Capaldi as many times. I didn't find most of his stuff, and I found Clara frickin' annoying. <laughs> I loved Clara to begin with, but they, with uh, Matt, but uh, they, they mutated she her character. Too yeah. yeah, yeah. She was, what, she, they, they got rid of her like three or four times, but she kept coming Oh, back God, her. she was like the girl who wouldn't die. <laughs> <sighs> Wasn't yeah, that when she does die, time? she got back. Yeah, it was just, yeah. So, I, tired of her. I, I mean, obviously we have three more episodes of Chibnall to go through. Um, I think we mentioned at the beginning of this season, can he can he do something to redeem himself? I think, especially you two, I'm a little less, I think this season did elevate it a little bit. A little bit. Um, I might agree with that to a degree because, like, I just went through that first season and I'm like, I don't remember these episodes that much. I do feel like obligated to go rewatch them now, though. Or at least read them. Re like I think I'll rewatch them when before her last episode, just to play it safe. I might rewatch them while I'm like cleaning the kitchen or something. And, and may maybe we might look at them again and say, "Hey, not that bad," but I don't know <laughs> if we would do that or not. I still think you'll just this this was a perfect scenario for just stream all at once. Spy, Spyfall Part 1 and 2, I know you guys both kind of like that one. Well, you know, I kind of liked that one because Stephen Fry was in it, even if he only was in it for like 90 seconds, but I didn't mind it. That was the one with the Master, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I liked the first I one a lot. I prefer the, the Master episodes, her Master episodes, more than John Capaldi's Sim. or even John, as much as I like John Sim, his Master towards the end there was a little I know the master's supposed to be crazy I get it but, but not like that but I, mean, I, I prefer the Roger DeGold about master who was a, a, he wasn't crazy he was planning sinister, and, and, yeah. Yeah, sinister. yeah yeah orphan 55 Nikola <laughs> <laughs> Tesla's Night of Terror I think we all I liked us, that one well, that was pretty good Fugitive Jadun yeah. Praxis like Praxis was the plastic Birds or oh yeah yeah yeah. Can you hear me? The haunting of Villa. That was a good I, one. I, that I was that, one that was the Lord Byron one, right? Ascension of Cybermen went downhill. The Timeless Children. Well, forget it. Yeah, maybe I'll start rewatching them again. There's nothing on for me to watch right now, anyway. All my shows are sort of. Yeah, but anyways, we've gone on a little bit too long on this one. Way too long. I'll have to edit it out maybe a little bit. But um, so I. Even though there was this really confusing season, I think all three of us thought that it was halfway decent. It doesn't redeem Chibnall in any sort. It's just compared to other Chibnalls, they're just you know, it was maybe marginally better. Mm. Yeah. Um, but we're still waiting for Russell T. Davis to come back, I think. And do you have any confidence in the next three episodes? No. no. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, anything else? No. Hey, thanks for listening.